Welcome to Fans of the Forge, where we are recapping. Where we are recapping. Yes. Season 6, episode 14, the Nagamaki. Okay. Our guys this week. Oh, by the way, it's just myself and Chris. Oh, yes. Uh, Teresa is up at camp. She's going to be there for a while. Yeah. Most of the summer. We may try to coordinate some videos with her uh, when she is home on her days off. So. Yeah. See how that goes. So we apologize in advance for uh, our faces. Yeah, there's not much you can do about yep. that. Anyway. All right. So the guys on this episode, uh, we have Steve Wayne, full-time Smith, four years of experience. 40, Brax- 40 years? Did you say 40? I did say 40. Oh, sorry. My bad. I thought you said four. <laughs> no. My bad. Uh, we have Braxton Cox, full-time Smith with eight years of experience. Kyle Reese, part-time Smith, no years mentioned. Uh, oh, yeah. So and, uh, it was another one of those situations where it just said part-time yeah. Wade Smith, and they didn't put a year number at right. all. So I Makes guess a little nervous. he just started maybe a month ago. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, and then we have Jake Sewell, uh, part-time Smith, with 16 years of experience. So moving on to round one. Interesting uh, setup. They, uh, it's gym themed. Yeah. So they have uh, some weight equipment there, and these guys are tasked with making uh, a blade. They have to combine one piece of hardenable steel with one piece of mild steel, any style they're choosing, mm-hmm. from a set of gym equipment. The blade must be between 11 and 14 inches and not to exceed 22 inches overall length. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's a neat one. It's a, you know, yeah, I mean, it's. That's a cool idea. A little yeah. curveball there. Yeah. Um, and it's always nice to see how they, you know, what they figure out to take yeah. from those things. And um, Yeah, it was, a, it was a good concept. Yeah. So for Steve, uh, he decides to go for our camp knife slash buoy. Uh, he's forging a blade and a ting out of the barbell steel. And we'll worry about the mild steel later. Um, Doug is questioning the length of the blade. Uh, he's not sure if it's 11 inches. You know... If they show a clip of somebody questioning it's the length trouble. Of the blade, it's, it's usually just, trouble. It's, like it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, then you know he did a quench and it looked good. Yep. Uh, moving on to Braxton, he was going for a drop point camp knife. I try to keep in mind what the gym equipment is used for is under stress. The metal itself. The metal. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I don't think really though it's, it's under that much stress. For the stuff that it was part of. I, I mean, think, so. no, it's not like a leaf spring on a car. Like, that's a lot of stress. You know, this well, stuff. How are those Bowflexes constructed? Do they have steel? It looked like. Well. Were, what was that material that was doing the flex? The power rods? Yeah. I don't know what those are made out of. Like, maybe some weird graphite oh. compound or something. That's my guess. I wonder I if you can make a knife out of those. I, I don't know. <laughs> if you can find a junk one, you can cut one apart, maybe. <laughs> um,. And then he used a straight barbell and twisted barbell to make a sand mai. Um, he was looking good, then grounded blade before quenching. Uh, however, it warped. So he goes for a second quench. It still has a warp yep. after that. So he goes for a third quench. Oof. And hey, what do you know? He uh, he ended up going for four quenches. Oh, boy. That's a lot of quenching. Uh, I don't know. Is it, though? It, they make yeah. it seem like it is. And then apparently... While we, a topic of conversation that we heard kind of a little bit at Blade Show was that, like, there's people talking about a triple quench. 
as being better than a single quench for hardening your blade and I don't even know what that I don't is. Know. I don't know. I don't know about that because I anytime on the show you hear that they freak that's out. not good because it just affects the grain structure. And, right. Um, that's not good. So anyhow, moving on to Kyle. Uh, he was going for a straight back sax. Uh, he has experience using Jimmy equipment for making a blade. <laughs> Go figure. Wow. How, <laughs> how, how useful that yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and he was using steel from the leg curl uh, machine. If oh, you right. Will. Uh, and he was getting a blade shaped out first and then adding the mild steel to the handle area. So moving on to Jake, he's going for a sax. And he's using the barbell steel and mild steel frame uh, to make a sand mai. He was moving right along until he finds delaminations along the spine of his blade. And quench looked good. Judges comment on how thin and narrow it is, however. Mm, okay. So keep that noted. So we're judging. Steve, well, his cutting edge seemed to be about 10 and a half inches. That's a problem. That's a problem. Uh, for Braxton, it was a really handsome knife. Uh, there was some concern about the hardness. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Kyle, Ben notes a delamination where the mild steel meets the hardened steel. Otherwise, it's looking good. And for Jake, it's really light and thin. Uh, there's a bit of a warp near the tang and whispers of wild lines. <laughs> uh, so Steve gets the boot because the blade was a half inch too short. Got to meet those parameters. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. We're seeing uh, maybe some more of that lately. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. For round two, they had to make a stacked rubber and leather handle out of weight belts and gym mats. That and sounds like fun. it had to include a pommel and a guard. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a very interesting one. Does that material... I mean, I'm sure there's people that have made material out of that stuff before, but it's not easy to have to cut up a gym mat and then no. use those pieces. No. So, yeah, it stands well, to be interesting. Yeah. Braxton, he started with his guard, and then as he was working on the handle, he struggled a little bit with the drill, and then ended up just moving on to the hammer and chisel method, and I think that worked a lot better. He was able right. to just cut right through it. And then as he's grinding the shape of his handle, he ground too much in a spot and had to fix it with another piece of leather and some glue. Yeah. And that yeah. was that. For Kyle, starts with the handle and then moves on to his guard, and he relies on the handle covering a delamination that he had found. And the judges more or less discuss how this is a bad plan. Hey. <laughs> well, you probably shouldn't hide well, it. Well, okay. you know, what are you going to do? And he welds on his pommel. For Jake, he started by taking out the warp that the judges had mentioned. He uses the press to cut holes in the leatherweight belt, which takes a long time. So he moves on to the bandsaw. Did he make like a little tool? Yeah, he made like a it? little jig tool or something to cut and it with. And it didn't work out. A little surprising, but yeah, I mean, that's. You would think the press. It would have been really cool if like, it could work because he was just going to like just, it just stamp it out and it was yeah. going to be awesome, but it didn't work out. Anyway, he uh, peens on the pommel and then he had to put an edge on his blade with the last five minutes left. And during this, I don't recall, this was weeks ago now that this actually aired, so there was something that was going on where the judges were having premonitions or saying something that were like, 
well, if this is like this, it's going to end up having some problems later on. And they hint at it during round two before they get to the testing. So there's these little <laughs> premonitions uh, that come up. And it almost always ends up going exactly mm. the way the judges say it. It's very interesting. For testing, they had a weight plate merciless baton strike three times by Ben Abbott. Yeah. Braxton had significant rolling with his, but otherwise it was an extremely attractive blade. For Kyle, the tank snapped in half on the second strike. In half? In half. Oh, man. That's bad. That was bad news. Yeah. So that's a catastrophic failure, which means... So Jake only has to make has it to past survive two. Two strikes. Yeah. And he's tested. He held up the two strikes. Nice. Okay. Kyle ends up getting the boot because yeah. of catastrophic failure. And we move on to the final round. The Nagamaki. Yes. So the Nagamaki reached peak uh, dur use during the, the Muromaki era. This long two-handed weapon assisted samurai warriors in feudal Japan for four centuries. Its slightly curved blade nearing 30 inches in length and equally long handle gave users complete precise control, making it a highly effective and lethal slicing weapon, ideal for in infantry warriors combating horsemen. Blade must be between 31 and 33 inches, mm -hmm. have a single edge, be at least one and a half inches wide at the habaki, and tapered to the tip. Must also have a super style guard and a traditional wrap handle. That's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. And More than I could handle. For sure. Yeah. I saw some comments after this one came out about how just another type of samurai sword. I mean... They're similar looking in some regards, but there's always differences in, in how you make some of these weapons and the size of a handle, the length of a blade for something yeah. that specific is. Well, I mean, what do you want? It's still a challenge. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to run out of weapons eventually. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, until the next episode and then they go. Yeah, then you find something completely different. And yeah. So uh, anyway, we move on for Braxton. Day one. He started by drawing it out to the correct length, his billet, and then on day two he quenches, picks up a warp, and then has to reduce the curve of the blade. Um, oh, he's okay. Let me say that again. He picks up a warp, and then even though he had been like trying to get the curve proper, he ended up reducing the curve of the blade to under the parameters because of the the, the way it right. worked. So then he quenches again, and it turns out okay. So he can start work on the abaki. For day three, he was working on the Suba. He mills a pattern into it to reduce some of the weight, mm -hmm. and they didn't show anything for his day four. Right. For Jake, day one, he was working with a piece of W2 that was just about the right length, so it doesn't need to make it much longer. Uh, day two was his quench day, and it was looking very good. So he takes it outside to test it, you know, and sure. see what he can do with it. And boom. Breaks off about six inches from his blade. I, f I forget what he hit it on. Oh, I don't remember. But why would you do that right after the quench? It's brittle, isn't it? I mean, was it well, right after, or did he, well, was it just the same day? If they didn't show the normalizing. If they like, if he did the normalizing to it, that would be when you would test it, because that's at least yeah. it's going to be stronger. But if right? it was before then, that could be a problem because that would be potentially brittle. Anyway, it sucked. Anyway, yeah, it did. So he started over on day three. 
They didn't show it, but he forges a new blade, quenches, and makes the hibaki all on day three. And then on day four, he was working on the suba and the handle and did his fit and finish. Right. So they come in for testing, kill test, wild boar carcass assault, if oh, you will. Of course. Uh, so for Braxton, um, it's able to super, it's able to slice super thin pieces off and cut the boar in half. Definitely not boring. <laughs> her, her, her. Oh, Doug. Uh, it's very good grip in the handle and very light. It will kill. For Jake, it slices but not as nicely. Does not cut through the spine of the boar. It is sharp and overall will kill. Moving on to the strength test. Uh, Dave Baker chopping six times onto bamboo. For Braxton, a bamboo did nothing to the blade. And it's as sharp as when Dave picked it up. For Jake, it's just as sharp as when it started. The handle is a little wide, however. For the sharpness test, uh, they're going against tatami, melons, and sandbags. So for Braxton, there's no issues at all. It will cut. For Jake, it's razor sharp, and it will cut. So it's kind of close. It is close. It's pretty yeah. close. There's been a lot of catastrophic failures in the last, you know, this past season. Yeah. So when it comes down to something like this, it's kind of interesting right. to see. It's hard to tell who's going to win this yeah. one. Uh, however, Braxton wins. It came down to the finest of points. The blade wasn't quite as finished, and the judges had a slight preference for Braxton's handle. So that's it. So you can see, I mean, they said his blade wasn't quite as finished. Yeah. But they like the handle a little bit more. Right. So, so there, so there you, go. you go. So Braxton wins. Congratulations, Braxton. And to everybody on the show. Yeah. That episode was good. That was a good episode. Yeah. So nice work. You know, I wouldn't have to work with gym equipment if I could avoid it. Mm. So that was definitely a tough challenge. Every part of it, even the handles and everything, were all probably yeah. I mean, they all the normal one. They saw how hard it was to cut through that shit. Yeah, you know, like a weight belt and then a, a mat and no, I'd, I, mean, I wouldn't want to deal it's with that. Stuff for weightlifting is meant to be heavy duty yeah. and hold up, so it makes it that much more difficult to. We work were with. describing it to Jay Nielsen. He's like, oh, he's oh. like, that's <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun. Yeah. That's so. right. That's right. All right. Well, yeah. that wraps it up for this episode, season six, episode 15, the Nagamaki. Check us out on all the places. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube Instagram. Instagram. That's really the, the main places. Uh, Thanks to everybody yeah. who's followed us recently. You know, this, this is being recorded after we get back from Blade Show. So thanks to all the people we met at Blade Show. It yeah. Was an Great incredible, time. Incredible experience. Um, a lot of really awesome people we got to hang out with and, and chat with this past weekend. Yep. And, uh, you know, thanks for following us and checking everything out that we do. And we appreciate you guys. Yeah. And we'll catch you we'll in the see next wrap-up. next time. Later.